Alright, good morning everyone, welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summers and Community Kailo of Summers in Philadelphia. Continuing with Derek Hashem over here on a beautiful Thursday morning. Beautiful, lovely Thursday morning. The company of beautiful, lovely Yidden over here. And we are in Chelek Dalad, Perik Dalad, towards the end of Simon Bays, Going through Shema. In Simon Bays, we began a new topic, a new wrinkle over here in Shema. And that was the inning of the Malchus of the Rebbein Yisholeilam. As opposed to Aleph, Aleph was all about Echor, the Yichud Habayra, unifying Hashem. Hashem is <coughs> one and one only. So Beis is about the Malchus of Hashem. Another aspect of what's going on when we say Shema is we are not just proclaiming Hashem as the Melech, we're making Hashem as the Melech. We're accepting Hashem as the Melech. We saw yesterday, the Ramchal, when he was getting warmed up over here, he was telling us that that uh, Melech is not just about authority. Hashem being the king is not just about Hashem is in charge, Hashem is the supreme leader. Melech is about the relationship that the Rebbeinu wants to have with his subjects. And we're saying Melech specifically, Hashem is a Melech as opposed to a Moshal, Hashem is a king as opposed to a, a, a dictator, a tyrant, a despot. A Melech is someone who is there for his nation, is there for his subjects, he has the best interests of his countryside in mind, and he takes pride in them. Having the, their best interest in mind means he's there for them. His vision, his plan, his goal is for their betterment. And when he sees them succeed, when he sees his his kingdom, his subjects, indeed, succeed and, and, and realize their, their goals and, you know, get to very high places, the king himself gets a certain fulfillment, a vicarious fulfillment, and a pride. The king—it's the king's honor, the king's glory. The king gets nachas and satisfaction from that. That's what it means for Hashem to be a melech. Hashem is there for us. Hashem created us for us, not for himself. Hashem is not the moishal, not the dictator, who is the countryside and the subjects are there for the for the moishal, for just for the furtherance of of the ruler. No, it's not about the furtherance of the ruler. It's about our furtherance, and when we are furthered, when we succeed, that Hashem takes pride, that Hashem gets nachas, that's Hashem's joy and satisfaction. So that's the first aspect of Hashem being a melech. And that's Baroiv Am, Hadras Melech, the Ramchal quoted that famous line for us, that, that the more yidn that are doing the right thing altogether, that's Hadras Melech, that's glory to the king, that Baruch gets nachas, satisfaction and pride from that. Vihine, so that we're up to... <clears throat> Or Bebechinazu, I think that's what we're up to. Bebechinazu nekreeu Malkus shol oilam. When we talk about this aspect of Hashem, we talk about Hashem being the Melech, the Melech of the world. When we talk about Hashem as desiring and being interested in a relationship with the subjects, as having a, a vision for them, a goal for them, and being dedicated to us, our furtherance, not his own furtherance. He's there for us, not the other way around. And getting nachas, pride and satisfaction, then Hashem is called the Malkus shol oilam. That's Hashem is the Melech. V'hinei, v'bechinazu, v'nechshav lanu l'raish. When we talk about this, this aspect of God, this aspect of the Rebbein Shalalem, He is our Raish. Again, He's the leader. He's the one in charge. Or rather, not the leader yet. He's, He is above all of us. He's the Raish. He's above all of us. U'mischabed banu. He takes pride in us. Again, he is he is um, glorified through our success. 
וגם אנחנו חייבים לעבוד אבידוסי ולשמע אליו לכל השייצא בה כמלך בעמוי. But the last aspect over here, lest we got too caught up in, in uh, this excitement of, yeah, we give Hashem such nachas, such pride, such joy, such satisfaction. Hashem is so excited about us. <coughs> Hashem is so happy with us. So lest we get too caught up in that, the Ramchal is quick to add on over here that if Hashem is a melech, don't forget the fact that if he's a melech, a melech has... Has has um, authority, and a melech comes with a will, and a melech comes. A melech is we can't overlook the fact that when there's a melech, a melech means someone who's in charge. If there's someone who's in charge, there is rotsin from from the authority that's in charge as well. There's a will. There's there is. <clears throat> Expectations and responsibilities that we have, if Hashem is indeed the Melech. So Ramchal is tacking this on at the end of uh, understanding what what it means that Hashem is the Melech, and this is all part of what it means for Hashem to be the Melech, and all that which goes into the second kavan of Shema of proclaiming Hashem as the Melech and accepting Hashem as the Melech and acknowledging that Hashem is the Melech. Let's see the Ramchal now spell it all out for us. All the all the different details that go into the second aspect of the Shema, the second dimension of Shema, Hashem being a Melech. Let's see everything that's going on in that. Ulam, gamkein In this aspect that Hashem is the Malko Shol Olam, again that Hashem is the Melech, He's the King of the Universe. We have to what? Acknowledge every day that He's the Melech. We have to acknowledge that He's the Melech. Recognize that He's the Melech. And we have to affirm his malchus over us. We have to accept him as the melech, not just acknowledge he is the melech. We have to affirm his malchus, accept his malchus. And we have to subjugate ourselves to his will, to his orders, to his instructions, like subjects to a king. And this is called the acceptance of the oil of Malchus Shemaim. Kabolas o Malchus Shemaim. Accepting the yoke, that's the subjugation, of Malchus Shemaim of the Kingdom of Heaven. And let's analyze and dissect this one line and a half that the Ramchal just gave us. We said yesterday when we began Bayes that the same way we saw <clears throat> no fewer and then three aspects of unifying God in the first siman in Aleph, we end up with no fewer than three aspects of what it means Hashem Lekin Hashem Echad. We're unifying Hashem in terms of Mitzis, existence, all existence is God. We're unifying Hashem in terms of authority, power, all power is God. And we're unifying Hashem in terms of the directional plan. Hashem is the one and only plan and the one and only direction that is running behind the scenes always. So we said there are three aspects of unifying God. We mentioned as when we began based on the three aspects of Accepting God as king, making Hashem to the Melech. There's three aspects there as well. And if we read the Ramchal carefully, we just saw the Ramchal spell out all three. And I believe there's a beautiful way of reading that big into the the Lushan that we're familiar with in all places how we always refer to the second aspect of Shema Kabbalah, Omachu Shemaim. I believe it's Mamish right there in that line 
of of uh, that definitional line of Kabbalah Zomachal Shemaim. Those three aspects. But first, let's see how the Ramchal spelled out the three aspects. Look again very carefully. Look carefully, the Ramchal. Ramchal gave us three different parts of this exercise of proclaiming Hashem the King. Let's, let's look one more time. What did he say? What? First of all, number one, to recognize, acknowledge every day that Hashem is King. So that's already one thing. Just to recognize, acknowledge. Acknowledge Hashem as a King. Number two, to affirm Hashem's Machus, that means something, and that's not the same thing as Lahakiroi, whatever this means, to affirm, confirm, and make firm Hashem's Malchus, Hashem's kingship. And number three, to subjugate ourselves to Hashem's authority and Hashem's will and Hashem's instructions and orders like subjects to a king. So there's lahakiroi, lekayim, and lehishtabed. They're clearly not all the same thing because the is not in the business of just throwing out synonyms. Is not in the business of of um, giving us the same idea two or three or four times in a row. Ramchal doesn't waste his words. Ramchal doesn't repeat himself. These three activities have to be three different aspects of the Malchus of Hashem that's going on in Shema. Lakiroi, Lakayim, and Lishtabid, recognizing, affirming, and subjugating. And what are those three aspects? Those three aspects are are the are the the details that were described earlier in the in the in the parak in this in this ois rather in this ois in this simon in this paragraph. And let's speak at all that. Lakiroi means just recognizing what it means that Hashem is a melech. What does it mean that Hashem is a melech? What what what, what kind of melech is Hashem? What and, and not what kind of melech? What does it mean? What is a melech? And what does it mean that Hashem is a melech? So right off the bat, melech means Hashem wants to have a relationship with what He created. He's interested in our success. He's there for us. He's there to take care of us. He wants a relationship with us. He's there for our success, for our furtherance, not the other way around. And he gets nachas from that. He gets, he takes pride in us. He gets satisfaction. All that is lahakiroi. Everybody understand the first aspect of making Hashem into a melech is recognizing what it means that Hashem is a melech. Hashem, you're interested in me and, and you're there for my furtherance and you're there to take care of me. <clears throat> and you get satisfaction. You get nachas when I do the right thing. That's the first aspect of malchus shamayim. What an amazing insight. That's one that we, all too often we miss out on that. That the first step of recognizing Hashem as a melech is that Hashem wants to have a relationship with us. Agav, let's, let's shift sideways for a moment. The Vilna Gain says that the same kavan is going on in Shemona Esrei. In Shemona Esrei. We say, Melech Oizer Mashiach Magain. It was four madregas over there. Four madregas. We say Hashem is a Melech. He's an Oizer. He's a Mashiach and a Magain. Melech, he's a king. Oizer, he assists us. Mashiach, he saves us. Umagain, and he protects us. He said yesterday, Mr. Well, let, let me just explain this. Melech, Oizer, Mashiach, Magain. King. Assistant, savior, and protector. See, says the Gain, these are four, are also four levels of recognizing Hashem and Hashem's, you know, Hashem's, Hashem's involvement over here. Melech, the first one, says the Gain, this exact idea. Hashem is a Melech, he's interested in relationship with me. He's a Melech that wants to, wants to have an involvement in my life. He's a Melech that wants to see my furtherance. He's a melech that wants to give. 
He's a melech that's interested in being a melech to me, not just a melech. Melech is not a disassociated, removed statement where I'm not in the picture and it's only God. That's not melech over here. Melech is, 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 is bilateral. Melech is dynamic. Melech is symbiotic. Melech is, Hashem is there for me and, and, and at, I take such, I take such, um, inspiration from that. Melech Hashem wants to have a relationship with his subjects. The guy says the same idea in, um, in, uh, that's right, that was the chime over there. So is that the Rebbeinah Shalaylam wants to have a relationship with me. Um, so that's the same thing over here. Is Melech, the first aspect of Malchus Shemaim is recognizing that Hashem wants to be a Melech to an Am. He wants to see my furtherance. Yes, there might be a question. Yesterday we said, uh, we don't need Hashem. No, He doesn't need us. Right. And today, it, I don't need somebody. Why should I care what, what He's doing? Or, or, and today, we're saying something completely different. No, we're not saying something completely different. We said this yesterday also. And, and to put everything together, what we were saying yesterday, when we kept saying that Hashem doesn't need us, and Hashem is the same without us, and Hashem yeah. doesn't need to make us, yeah. that's so Hashem before He makes the universe. Then then Hashem makes the universe. Hashem creates us. Now that Hashem creates the universe, He has a rutzen, he, he wants to give us. He's a mative. He has a lot to share, and He wants to share. He wants to give. Once there is a universe, Hashem wants to take care of the universe. And Hashem is interested in the universe, and Hashem cares about the universe. What changed? Why did Hashem decide to make a universe and to care about the universe? If He doesn't need to do that, that's what we don't know. There's a before and there's an after. So now we're talking about the after. Yesterday we were talking about the before, and they're both true. Hashem on His own, when Hashem is Hashem without a universe, He doesn't need a universe, He, he doesn't lack anything, and we, He doesn't get anything from us, and He's the same with us, and He's the same without us. Now that we have a universe... How does Hashem relate to the universe? How does Hashem deal with the universe like a parent to a child? Hashem wants to see the universe succeed. He wants to see our success. He cares about us. That's definitely how He interacts with us. That's all part of His rutzen, His will, His desire in making the universe. But why did He have that rutzen altogether? Where did that rutzen come from? Ramchal in the beginning of the Sefer said, Hashem's nature is He's a toiv and He wants to be mative. Hashem is good and He wants to share that. That's His rutzen now. That's certainly His will. But why did the Rebbe decide that he wants to be mative. Why did he decide that he wants to create something outside of him so you can share that? Where did that rutzen come from? The before, there was no rutzen. After, there is a rutzen, so that's what we don't know. We can't connect those two time frames. We don't know why that changed and when that changed and how that changed and, and why Hashem did something that he doesn't need to do. We don't know that. We do know that ex post facto, now that there is a Bria, now that there is a universe... But Hashem certainly cares about the universe. Hashem is certainly interested in the universe. And that is Hashem's Ratzon. And that Ratzon perceives the universe. That's the first thing that Hashem creates. In creating the universe is Ratzon. Hashem, the first thing Hashem makes is, so to speak, don't think about this too much, but the words to say over here are, the first thing that Hashem creates in creating the universe is Ratzon. An interest in the universe. That comes first. Why did Hashem make a Ratzon? We don't know. But they're both true, Okay. Both true. Avada, now that there's a universe, certainly Hashem does care about the universe. We don't say that now that Hashem doesn't need us, Hashem doesn't care about us. No. That's before Hashem makes the universe. After Hashem has the rights to make the universe, certainly Hashem is interested in the Brio. Hashem cares about the Brio. Like a parent is interested in a child, a parent, care, a parent cares about his child, a parent wants to see his child succeed. That's for sure all true now. Okay? 
You got it? Yeah. All right. All right, Arthur, you got it? Sure, Arthur Arthur had it the whole time. Okay, all along. So, so again, there's three aspects of the Malchus HaBoyre, and that's... The first one we spoke at just now, Lahakiroi, um, and the second two are Lakayim, Lakayim Malchus and Lishtabi. Lakiroi just means this basic idea of establishing that Hashem is a Melech, what it means to be a Melech. The second one is Ulakayim Malchus Yaleinu, to affirm his Malchus. What does it mean to affirm his Malchus? That's the next step in the Malchus Shemaim is that Hashem is the supreme authority. There is no authority besides Hashem's authority. Hashem is the Melech. That we affirm that not only Hashem wants to have a relationship with us, but but um, it is it is um, a non-negotiable. Hashem's malchus is a non-negotiable. Hashem is a melech. And there is no other malchus. Hashem is the one and only melech. And this is not the same thing as Yichud Haboyre of the first simon. This is Kiyum malchus. That Hashem's malchus is real. That Hashem is the melech. His malchus is real. His uh, authority is real. His kingship is real. And, and it's a non-negotiable. It's it's a um, uh, um, non-negotiable. It's it's a, a non-transferable. There's no other malchus that we can align ourselves with aside from Hashem's malchus. So Hashem is the melech. In creating this world, Hashem wants to have a relationship with the world. But then, okay, once that's the truth, once that's the case, the next truism over here that leads us to Lukai Machus Aleinu, yes, Hashem, your Machus is firm and binding. There is no other Machus. And that leads to the third aspect. If Hashem is the Melech to this world, Hashem does have an interest in this world that's nice and fluffy, but don't get too caught up in the fluff because that means Hashem's authority is the one and only authority. Hashem is the supreme authority. There's only that authority, no other authority. There's no other melech. And if there's no other melech, and Hashem's authority is the one and only supreme authority, then that is obligating. That becomes binding in terms of my own practices, my own life. That makes nafkaminas real life differences in my real life. That's the third aspect of Malchus Shemaim. If I'm going to say that Hashem is the melech, that means I have to live as if Hashem is the melech. Everybody understand? So although... Very often we do miss out on the first aspect of what Malchus Shemaim is. The first aspect that Malchus Shemaim means Hashem cares about the world, Hashem is interested in the world, and Hashem is there for the world. So it's, that's very beautiful, inspiring. And, um, and, uh, uh, um, uplifting. This idea that, wow, Hashem is interested in me, Hashem is interested in the world, Hashem is there for me. But if we get too caught up in that, that we reduce Shema just to being fluff. Shema is not just about fluff, about, oh, I thought Malchus Shemaim was a scary thing. That, oh, but you know, I better listen if I don't listen. Uh, right? Uh, the, the bad things are going to happen, like it says later in Shema. Um, the altar says Shemaim, I thought that's what Malchus Shemaim was all about. All the scary stuff. Now you tell me, wow, Shema is all about Hashem is interested in me, Hashem is thinking about me, Hashem is rooting for me, Hashem is, 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 cares about me, Hashem is there for me. We can't stop at that. That's why the Ramchal is throwing in two more aspects of Shema because then we reduce Shema to fluff, to happy, happy, happy stuff, happy time. And it starts with a happy time. But there's two other aspects that are that follow suit in this chain of what Malchus Shemaim is. That the second one again is 
that if Hashem is that Melech, listen, you gotta know what it means to be a Melech. It means that Hashem is the one and only supreme authority. Hashem is the authority over everything. There's no other authority to listen to. There's no other authority that can override Hashem's authority. And third of all, that is therefore obligating. If Hashem is the Melech, that means necessarily, and by extension, that means that I am now a subject of that king and I'm subjugated to the king's will. And that's Kabbalah's Ol Malchushamayim. And I think if we look at that mimer, uh, that, that, we, that phrase that's always used, Kabbalah's Ol Malchushamayim, we see three, all three aspects in Kabbalah's Ol Malchushamayim. And we see it like this. Um, Malchus Shemayim is, rec- is the first aspect. Lahakira, just recognizing that Hashem is a Melech, not a Moishel. Hashem, you're someone, you're an entity that cares about His creation. You're there for your creation. You're there for the furtherance of your Bria. That's Malchus Shemayim. That Hashem is a Melech, not a Moishel. Kabolas is Lakayim, making it firm, making it clear that there is no authority besides Hashem's authority. Hashem is the only Melech. It's a non-negotiable, non-transferable. That's Kabbalah. That's the Kiyum, making it firm, making it making it fast. All is that it's obligating. It has to. Make, it makes changes in my lifestyle. If there's a Melech, and that Melech is the one and only Melech, is the supreme authority, that creates an all, and that's Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemayim. Very nice, very good So the three aspects of what of, of what's called Malchus Shemayim go back beautifully into Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemayim. There's the three aspects of the Ramchal. So all this is also what's going on when we say Shema Yisrael, aside from the lengthy discussion that we already had in Aleph, that what we're, what we're supposed to be thinking is Yichud HaBoyrei, making Hashem Elokein Hashem Echod, in the three areas that we make Hashem unified. Also, what we have in mind is Kabbalah's Omachu Shemayim when we say Shema. This ends like a lot to juggle, right? A lot to have, be juggling mentally to have in mind we say Shema, but uh, you ain't seen nothing yet. There's a lot more that's going on in Shema too. We're only getting started over here. So what are we having in mind we say Shema Yisrael Echad? That Hashem, again, is the Melech Ma'achem Lachem. That's aspect number one. Aspect number one again. There, there we see all three once again. We read it very carefully. Hashem is a melech, and Hashem is a melech of all the malachim. Hashem is a melech and not a maisho, and he is melech b'chol briyosev or elyonav atachtoim. Hashem is that being a melech in of itself. That's aspect number one. Aspect number two is that there's no other malchus besides Hashem's malchus. That's kiyum, affirming, confirming, and making firm, making fast the malchus of Hashem. It's non-transferable, non-negotiable. There is no other melech that we could possibly recognize or established as a melech. And finally, Kabbal Omar Chusayvishtabit Elov, that if Hashem is indeed the Melech, his word is binding, his word is law, and I am a Shubat, I am subjugated to his law as a subject to his authority as king. Ukamosha Biarnu as we explained. Okay, that wraps up Bayz, and that gives us a lot more to have in our heads, in our minds and in our mouths and in our hearts when we say Shema. Mir Hashem, tomorrow we will continue to Gimel and see yet more ideas and, and uh, aspects that are going on beneath the surface when we are saying Shema. Thank you all for joining. Have a wonderful today. And Mir Hashem, see everybody by the seam tonight. Looking forward. Be well, everybody.